There's hardly a moment in your day when you're not using it in some form or another. At home, at the office, in the car, on holiday. It almost doesn't matter what you're doing or where you're doing it. Electricity is there playing its part. It has become almost as necessary as air or water. And yet, when it first arrived on the scene, some saw it as nothing more than a fad. This, then, is the story of a technology that was first observed over two and a half thousand years ago, and which eventually had to spend a good few years winning over a scared and skeptical public to earn its place as the bedrock of modern life. This is the story of electricity. Opposed to innovation, the stories of technologies that change the world. Brought to you by BMW. With electricity being essential to our appliances, machinery, transportation, leisure, and so much more, it's easy to forget that it's not a man-made invention. Electricity is everywhere in nature. From the electrical impulses in your brain that mean you're able to hear this podcast to the electric eels that live in rivers around the world and were first observed by ancient Egyptians living along the Nile in 2750 BCE. The electricity that powers our world obviously comes from very different sources to an eel. And while early experiments included observations of static electricity, it wasn't until the turn of the 19th century that the world had a source for stable, reliable electricity. That was thanks to the Italian scientist Alessandro Volta, who created the world's first battery out of paper, salt water, zinc and copper. And yes, that's where the word volt comes from. Among the many breakthroughs on the path to developing the widespread electricity network we have today was one by Michael Faraday. In 1827, the English scientist created an electric current by passing a magnet through a copper wire and created the first electric motor. It was a great time of experimentation in electrical engineering, involving the brightest minds around the globe, including Alexander Graham Bell, Joseph Swan, Nikola Tesla, Thomas Edison and George Westinghouse. Those last three in particular played a very big part in electrifying the world. Things really began to spark around electricity in 1879 when Edison, spurred on by his vision of a world lit by artificial light, successfully met the challenge of creating a viable electric light bulb. It took him years of experimentation, using everything from platinum to his assistant's beard hair for the bulb's filament. Eventually, he settled on carbon-soaked cotton that provided an incandescent glow when an electrical current was passed through it. It wasn't the world's first electric light bulb, but it was the most stable, longest-lasting one at the time. Edison would later describe it as his greatest invention. But in 1879, he still had to ensure he had a market for it. That meant he had to build a network to distribute electricity to potential customers for the Edison Illuminating Company. And while designing his system, he went up against his main rival, 
Westinghouse Electric and Manufacturing, and a former employee, Nikola Tesla. And so began the current wars. Edison believed the best way to distribute electricity was by using direct current, or DC. But that could only be transmitted over short distances and couldn't easily have its voltage stepped up or down. Meanwhile, Croatian genius Nikola Tesla had invented the alternating current, or AC, alternative. It was easier to switch the voltage of AC, but more importantly, it could be transmitted over greater distances. Edison battled Westinghouse, who had licensed Tesla's AC, as they tried to establish themselves as the dominant supplier of electricity. Despite Edison's best attempts to discredit AC, including electrocuting live animals with it, Westinghouse managed to install impressive AC systems at the 1893 Chicago World's Fair and the Niagara Falls Power Station. Over time, AC proved the better choice for power grids and to this day, most of the world's electricity grids are AC. Even before the current wars were playing out, as electrification came to the public consciousness, there were some who were promoting what they believed was the downside of electricity. In 1869, a full decade before Edison's light bulb was first switched on, a neurologist named George Beard popularized a condition called neurasthenia, caused, Beard said, by civilization, which would later include the newfound wonder of electrification. Its symptoms included fatigue, headaches, anxiety, impotence, and depression. It became a strangely fashionable affliction amongst the upper class, because they felt it was proof they could afford the luxuries of the modern world. Weirdly, the same Dr. Beard was an advocate of electrotherapy as a cure for some conditions. Cases of neurasthenia died out in the 1930s. As electricity began to be made available in homes, people were still reluctant to connect. They worried that it would affect the health of their children, and many opted not to bring it into their homes. And the fear wasn't just among the ordinary folk. U.S. President Benjamin Harrison, who was in office for just 31 days, refused to touch light switches for fear of being electrocuted. Instead, he asked White House staff to switch lights on and off. Similarly, there was a fear of the electric doorbell when it first appeared, with people preferring to knock instead so they could avoid what they thought would be an unpleasant surprise. More concerns about electricity were raised by poets who complained that electric light was not as romantic as the gas light it replaced. People who lamented the end of a simpler way of life and one particular reporter who was concerned that houses of ill repute would corrupt otherwise respectable boys with their lit up shop fronts. Electricity is the new Jezebel, the article read, seducing our young men into the arms of immorality. Even as electrification began to be more widely adopted, with the construction of power plants on both sides of the Atlantic, there were some who weren't quite sure of its future. Railroad tycoon Cornelius Vanderbilt had one of his homes wired with electricity, but didn't remove the gaslight system that was already in place. He was concerned that electricity might eventually fade away as a fad. Ultimately, though, 
the adoption of electricity spread rapidly, beyond just lights and doorbells. Since it first began to be harnessed effectively in the mid-19th century, electricity has powered innovation itself, allowing advancements in everything from communication to transport, leisure, learning, science, technology and more. The next innovative step for electricity is automotive. After almost five decades of research and development, BMW is committed to sustainable and environmentally friendly mobility with the launch of a range of all electric models, the all-new iX, i4 and iX3. Now, electromobility is more attractive than ever before. For BMW, sustainability is not a trend but a call to action. Thanks for listening to this episode of Opposed to Innovation, brought to you by BMW South Africa. The series is available on cliffcentral.com and the Cliff Central app, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Opposed to Innovation is presented by me, Francisco Mwamba, and is written, recorded, and produced by Spike Ballantyne at Cliff Central. By the way, did you know that after leaving Edison's company, for a time, Nikola Tesla worked as a laborer digging ditches earning $2 a day? Shocking. <laughs>